welcome to another edition of the Unicorns Podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go-getters. Hash Ching is a very successful Australian startup business. It's been around in Australia for about five years now. Simply, it's an online mortgage marketplace. And the CEO is Arun Maharaj. He joins me now. Arun, welcome to the program. Hi, Justin. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Now, Hash Ching, how is it best to describe how Hash Ching works? Justin, Hash Ching is a leading online lending hub used by both mortgage brokers and borrowers in Australia. Mm. And it's a hub that, it's a platform that combines a range of tools and services in one smart package that delivers both, I guess, an intuitive and innovative experience yeah. for both borrowers and mortgage brokers. So how, how does it work? Um, because it's a, a B2B, we call it, with mortgage brokers and a B2C with the customers. Yeah. Uh, I guess for mortgage brokers, uh, what our platform does, it allows mortgage brokers to gain access to a platform that helps them manage every aspect of their business, right? So, so from a mortgage broker, what's important is lead generation. We offer that. Uh, we have a smart CRM system. We have an inbuilt customer document collect- collection tool that's intuitive. Uh, we've, we've recently launched, and it's been very successful, business analytics for brokers. There's a lot of reporting and, and online, online uh, downloads that they can do on their business. And, and uh, what we have got that's quite successful now is a referral management tool. Okay. Uh, a, lot, a lot of brokers use uh, referrals as, as a key income driver. So we've now built tools around that and dashboards around that for both the referrers and, and the brokers. So that, that's a, I think, is an important use of, of the platform for brokers. Mm-hmm. They also um, get to use the platform in, in whichever way they want, Justin. So whatever suits them. If they're just looking for client management, if they just want to grow their productivity, uh, if they have a lot of business and they just want to do it well, or if they just want to expand their revenue stream, our platform can be used in a way that suits them or can be tailor-made for them. So, so if we um, – let, let's, let's go into that a little bit further. If I'm a consumer and I'm looking for either a new home loan or I'm looking to refinance my existing home loan and I go to hashching.com.au, what happens then? Right. So when, when you come to our platform as a, as a consumer or a borrower, uh, predominantly what we try and do is, is uh, match you to a broker in the first instance. But before that, we, we do get a, a little bit of, of your details from you so we can, so the, the platform has algorithms in the background that can see what you really need. So if you're looking for a, a refinancing option or, or a new home loan option, uh, with a broker, then we can pair you with the best available and rated broker in your area. In in my area, so like a, it's my it's my local broker around the corner or in the, you know a few suburbs away. Uh, exactly, Justin. It's a, it's a top local broker there okay. that that, can, that that will meet your needs because you know, interestingly enough, some of our consumers have specific needs. Like some of them. Uh, have uh, English as a second language, for example, yes. or, or, or some of them are from a particular industry that a particular broker is really good at. Um, and these are the sorts of sensitivities that that consumers have. So it's not like a, gener- a consumer isn't a generic person, right? It, it, they've all got their, 
different categories. And so that's why it's important that the platform identifies uh, what sort of broker will, will deal with them best. Okay. Um, and on the broker side, um, how, does it work for the, how does it work for the brokers and how many brokers do you currently have using Hashching? Um, that's a good question, Justin. We, uh, we've had over 2,500 brokers use Hashching, mm-hmm. but currently uh, we have about 710 brokers active on the platform every day. And, and, and this is, Arun, this is like nationwide. This is all over Australia. All over Australia, including Tasmania, but all, across all states. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and uh, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously uh, uh, New South Wales and Victoria uh, have the most brokers, followed by Queensland and, and some of the other states. But, yeah, generally it's across the country. And our, our consumers come from across the country. Mm. And so when um, what are you finding as the CEO, um, the push and pull metrics, I suppose? Like are consumers just looking for the sharpest rate or are they looking for – uh, flexibility, um, custom lending, um, you know, offset accounts. What are some of the things that you found uh, that are the main drivers for consumers? You know, Justin, that's, that's a very good question because that's a question that most uh, financial institutions would love to answer. And I'll, and I'll give it my best shot mm. from, from our perspective. Yeah. Uh, the customers or the consumers that come onto our platform uh, they're not only looking for the best deal, right? Yeah. So people are, are, I mean, everyone knows that people want to do or get the best deal. Of course. But, but you know, what we are finding that they also uh, uh, want the knowledge. They want to know that they're working with someone who is acting in their best interest, right? Yes. So there's, a, there's two components. So yes, the best deal, uh, which they can get anywhere. But more importantly, nowadays we've seen over the last six months, it's also partnering with people who they know they can trust are acting in their best in- interest. Yeah. That's the first thing. The yeah. second thing we're seeing is that uh, it's a digital experience, okay? So what's happening now is um, consumers are, are, are wanting an experience that feels technologically up to speed with whatever else they do on their phone, right? So, yeah, that's, so that's right. <laughs> one, of the, one of the key drivers, and, and a lot of people come to our platform on off their phone. So, yeah. so it just shows you that people are on the bus, on the trains, uh, you know, at their lunch breaks or having dinner somewhere, checking on their, on their mobile. So the desktop usage has significantly dropped. Is that right? Uh, yeah. In, okay. Yeah, in, in this space. So, so you've got to be able to, A, present, what you offer in a format that's that's uh, what I call C. So, you know, it's simple, it's easy, and it's something that's affordable to look at. Mm. And the, how do you um, how do you verify the the brokers? Because obviously, there's good brokers, there's average brokers, there's you know, you, you're going to get a you're going to get a big mix, right? Hopefully, they're all good uh, and they're working in the best interests of um, customers. But what sort of checks and balances do you do around uh, around the brokers to ensure that the quality is there on the platform? Look, we do we do do a few background checks. We uh, we obviously make sure that uh, they they are licensed so they can okay. do this uh, before they come on our platform. We we initially uh, there's different demographics of brokers as you can understand. So yes. obviously, they're, they're, let's start from the top guys who are very experienced, been in the industry for a long time. Have a, have a pretty large client base themselves, uh, are pretty savvy with whatever deals are out there. Um, 
But these are these top guys really don't rely too much on technology because they have a a larger team working underneath them. Right. Uh, they they sort of uh, are on the platform, but not not as much. They don't utilize it as much. Yes. Um, the 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 mid level brokers who have been in the industry sort of five to ten years, you know, we find the adoption is quite good there uh, because they they are productive brokers. So they they really don't have a issue with. Uh, uh, lead generation, but it's more managing all the all the business that's coming in mm. and doing it the best way. So I'm just at the moment, Justin is giving you a background on the types of brokers, and I'll answer your question right after that. But uh, the third and and the important upcoming category are the new brokers coming into our industry, mm-hmm. so zero to zero to three years, I guess, who who are being mentored and and we have a mentorship program on our platform where we have handholding and it's an industry requirement to be mentored for a couple of years. Okay. But, uh, so there's always different levels. As you can understand, there'll be different ways of, uh, uh, you know, uh, looking at the backgrounds. But one of the things we found successful is, is the broker conversion rates that they, that they have, uh, the sorts of um, conversions they get with the client. But importantly, on our platform, uh, we do have uh, about 4,000 plus reviews on brokers. Okay. And that's, and that's, that's growing. That's very so handy, aren't they? Yes. The, the reviews are very handy. We we get a lot of client feedback on brokers. So constantly our platform looks at a broker and, and uh, I guess gives them a, a rating because as you can understand, when we allocate new business to them, the, the algorithms need to know how to how to dictate that. So so uh, when they come on the platform, we do some certain due diligence on them, some certain background checks. But... But as they are on the platform for uh, for a number of months, we obviously keep keep looking at performance. And and is it the case, Arun, that if I'm looking for a particular, um, whether it's a rate or a lender, that I could um, that I could find them all potentially through you know the the, the different uh, brokers that you've got. Like, do they have all of the lenders on their panel, or is it only they have specific lenders that they deal with? Look, the, the brokers on our uh, platform uh, are from all the different aggregators in Australia. So we are aggregator agnostic, I guess. Okay. And so, yes. so if you take all the aggregators in Australia, there's all the product in Australia on our platform, arguably. So, so depending on what a consumer particularly wants, and once they're, they are uh, connected with a the broker, uh, they're only connected if the broker can offer it. Because when the, the broker comes on the platform, they have to go through a sort of due diligence list of what they can offer or what they are accredited to offer. Mm. So uh, so that's all rated. And, and yeah, so uh, effectively the consumer does have access to the entire market uh, if they're on the aggregator uh, platform okay. of this product. So in the old days, or let's wind the clock back, say, 15, 20 years, you're looking for a home loan, a broker, you'd either go and see them in their office or they'd make an appointment to come and see you now, you know, at home after hours, there'd be pen and paper and a million questions and pay slips and be a lot of paperwork. Um, I'm, I'm presuming now, uh, Arun, that through your platform and other platforms and tech um, advancements, that a lot of that now, a lot of that red tape, um, while still necessary, um, can be streamlined uh, and is faster. Is, is that the case? That is exactly the case, Justin. Uh, we, uh, technology now allows, um, you know, and, and COVID last year also helped with this, yes. uh, allows virtual 
mortgage brokers, to be honest. So, um, you know, <laughs> they, so face it. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They yeah, do. They're, 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 very, they're, they're a very important part of this economy. But uh, increasingly less, though, uh, customers are seeing them face to face because of the pandemic. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's driven the need for change. It's also got mortgage brokers uh, and other... And people uh, are busy. They don't necessarily want, um, you know, someone in their house at 7.30 at night, you know, for an hour and a half talking, you know, shop when you can fire up a laptop and, you know, do it in half an hour. Totally, right? And that's why uh, our platform, I think, is unique in that sense because uh, circumstances have necessitated a change and and these change expectations, Justin... Uh, borrowers just simply want to interact with their brokers online like everything else. You read the news online, mm. right? You, you want to surf uh, on a system online and they want a digital experience. So, so yeah, look, um, what happens now is uh, the whole process is uh, digitalized. So the, the collection of documents, the, the, uh, the, what we call the fact find, the original yeah. sort of uh, interview the broker has with the customer, it's all uh, on our platform driven through chat, through chat box, through, and it's real-time updates. So so an SMS will go to a customer from the broker. It's all pre-programmed. Yes. Where the, it's intuitive, right? So the customer's answering the questions on SMS yep. whilst, they're, whilst they're on the train or, you know, at a lunch break. And and as the answers come back, the, the system knows what to ask them next. Mm. And also real-time, real-time is updating the broker's systems with the answers to, to get it ready for the next step. So uh, those uh, that's replaced the days where you had to fill in forms. And I think some brokers are still doing the old forms yeah. um, and it's just a habit. And I think it just takes a while to break some of these habits and it'll be pushed by consumers wanting a digital experience, I think. And then brokers will have to look at tools that are out there. And there's uh, a lot of tools now being developed and uh, to deal with the, the requirements of consumers. So I think it's a, a change driven by consumers, Justin. Yeah, and, you know, mobility, right? Every Everything's done on a phone. They want things fast. I'm ordering, I'm reviewing, I'm, you know, buying. It's all done on your mobile. So, you know, why can't that um, experience with a home loan or a refinancing uh, package be similarly as quick? Absolutely. And I think what is also very important from a consumer perspective is... Um, just the status of where things are at, right? So, so one of the things I think the um, uh, platform and the whole industry, I guess, is working hard at is making sure we can uh, give the consumer uh, uh, some sort of dashboard where they can see exactly where things are at. And I think that's where a platform is very important because they can just simply log in to their app or to their dashboard and see, okay, uh, this was the last time I spoke to the broker. This is what's needed from me. This is not done. This is done. Can you, ex- can you explain that a bit? So, you know, you go into the dashboard and you can see the status of your application process. Exactly right. So you, if, you, if you feel you've submitted everything mm-hmm. that was required, it tells you that you've submitted currently waiting uh, on the bank, on the banks for, for some sort of information or currently waiting on a quote or check your in, inbox. You've got, you've got something there to deal with. Uh, it's it's a it's a hub where the con- consumer knows exactly what's happening uh, with the application. I think that you know uh, that's something that uh, is, is quite niche for us because we think the broker consumer uh, uh, sort of connection is something that's very important, and and we're using technology to bolster that and and uh, and make sure the broker is 
is up to speed with what the consumer is expecting. So from a consumer's perspective, it's I just go to the one spot. I know exactly what's happening. Gone are the days where they just keep calling and, and trying to bug brokers about what's going on. I think now it's a simple uh, uh, click with a button on the on the app or the or the dashboard, and they'll be updated. Is it the case you you might not know the answer to this? Is it the case that there's a lot of churn between customers and brokers, or is it the case that once um, the homeowner finds a broker that they're comfortable with? that if they do want to refinance, they'll just go through them directly or do they, they want to go back through the platform and, and just do a new deal and find someone else? Uh, interesting question, Justin. I think um, I think uh, in the old days, yeah. there, there was really a lot of loyalty Yes, uh, because it was a relationship-driven yes. thing. It still is very yes. relationship-driven. Uh, but technology is allowing consumers to look at what else is out there. Mm. So... So to answer your question, I think what the industry um, um, is is doing right is it's giving the best deals and, and it looks at the broker's interest and uh, you know it it really is providing good solutions to the, the to the uh, consumer. But one thing that's not really there is post settlement. We call it support, and and our our platform is focusing on that a lot from a consumer perspective. So we, we feel, and everyone knows this, that the mortgage broker is the most trusted advisor in Australia. There, there have been many surveys that have highlighted the fact mm. that consumers share a lot of personal details with their mortgage broker. So at, at that point, it's very important for the mortgage broker to capture this uh, consumer as a client. And, and uh, what tends to happen is because of technology reasons and because of the, the nature of the industry, you 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 continuously working on other solutions for other customers that once your customer gets settled, you really don't revisit that. And there's no real engagement other than maybe quarterly or annual emails, you know? Yeah, your to, to birthday well. EDM. <laughs> uh, exactly. And that's not, not and it's not the fault of the broker. No. It's just the the nature it's the nature of the product. But what's happening now is uh, why not use technology to to uh, or let the technology interact for you? So our solution to brokers simply is all, it's all white label. So the consumer feels it's it's the broker's app, it's the broker's system talking. There's there's no hashing mentioned anywhere in that sense. Um, where the the intuitive system will will once the broker ticks on oh, these are the things I want to keep in touch with, the system will alert uh, the consumer on, on various things. So for example. One of our uh, things that we've put on there is a property report. So, so if a consumer bought in a particular street, and if, if we find in three months' time that something's happening in that street or suburb, we can send a snapshot to the customer automatically. Yes. Uh, and yeah, that, that sort of stuff is what consumers are telling us is important. They'll actually look at that uh, because it's to do with the investment or the house they bought, right? So, so anything like that, they see as valuable. Um, they don't like the noise. They don't like the, you know, they get noise from everywhere. So anything that's productive to the relationship, anything that will get possibly more referrals for the broker, and I can talk about that in a second and what we've done there, but uh, I think that's quite critical. Mm. The, um, if, you, if you look at the market, there are a number of... Um home loan comparison websites. I can, I can rattle off uh, a few. Finder, Canstar, Rate City, Mozo, um, iSelect, Compare the Market. Like there, there's, there's a lot. So 
you're sort of playing in that space, but you are the the gateway connecting brokers directly with consumers and, and vice versa. What, Arun, what do you say is the competitive advantage uh, of Hashching? Justin, um, what you've said is exactly true. Uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, comparative websites and they actually do have a big part to play in our industry. Mm. Uh, and what they do do well is they educate the consumer, okay? Uh, there's been a, a Google uh, review uh, maybe 18 months or two years ago on the journey of a consumer wanting to buy real estate in this country. And uh, that report said that uh, before a consumer actually decides to talk to a mortgage broker, they've done 80% of their research online. They know a lot about the products out there, the lenders out there, and just how about getting it? And then they now have to just choose a broker. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that happens is uh, consumers, when they go to these sites, they are either directed straight to the lender if they're interested. Mm-hmm. And, and once they get to a lender, uh, I guess the service isn't there because it is a generic service offered by the lender for the consumer. Um, and what con- what consumers tend to do, if, if they do need assistance or if they do need to see what else is out there, uh, when they come to our platform with that knowledge, I think it does help to be connected to a broker. So, so effectively, uh, one of the key things we're finding is our consumers are pretty well versed with what's out there mm. and what the rates are, what what sort of fees are there, and, and they just uh, and brokers have to ensure they know what's out there because there are certain times when some of the customers ask brokers questions, knowing that their products out there like this. So um, we've heard a lot over the last uh, 12 months about open banking and the consumer data right. That's obviously going to play a role in the home loan market in the years to come, a big role, I would have thought. Um, Let's let's, uh, peel that back a little bit and get your insights on how open banking uh, and everything that goes with that is going to impact or change uh, the home loan market. Uh, Justin, thanks. Thanks for that. I think uh, this is an important question because uh, you know, if and I'll just use an analogy to start it off with. Um, if you look at the iPhone that was launched in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, when it first hit the market uh, through Apple, no one really thought ten, fifteen years later how the world will change because of that one little gadget, yeah, yes, smartphone. Yes, and we've, we've um, all got and them now. Yeah, we've all got them. We we're forced to get them. Uh, and the more traditional, the traditional businesses that were really big in that space, the Nokia's of this world, you know, those household names they we gone. had before, they, they're, they're around, but they're not as big as these uh, other technology companies like Samsung and Apple uh, and other phone companies out there that are really making it big. What's happened is something changed in the way data was presented, okay? And uh, it took it, the, the younger generation took it on quicker yes. than the older generation. And uh, the, 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 the product developed on the back of that. Now, that's, that's what happened with the iPhone. That drove other industries like Uber, like the taxi, taxi industry, yes. the, the, you know, the, the meal industry, the, the delivery service. Of meal. That's all changed. Well, everything. Like Tinder, Tinder, you can date online, you can <laughs> buy online, you can um, book your holidays, your medical appointments. You can, uh, you can do everything online. 
Right. So, so knowing the changes come, open banking, I think, was a very good move by uh, our government, and it's following what's happening in the UK and part of Europe. Uh, effectively, it's exactly what it is, consumer data right. It basically means that as a consumer, you have the right to share your data to whoever you want. Okay. Mm. So, so uh, that will allow fintechs uh, uh, the opportunity to create products for specific consumers. And at the moment in this country, it's just open to uh, the financial services sector uh, and to, to do this. But as we know, over the years, other industries will be, be using it. And it's, um, it's law now. So from the 1st of July last year, banks have been sharing data. And it's as simple as uh, a home loan application now. Uh, the 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 lender can can get the data from the other other banks and, and assess the application mm-hmm. um, and uh, what it what it will, will do will make it quicker uh, it'll definitely make it quicker for loans to be assessed um, well, that, the I key here that, that's a good thing I would have thought that's a very good thing I think uh, if you have access to all the data as a credit provider. Uh, your systems, your credit decisioning systems can work quicker. Yeah. And you have the, you'll have a complete data set, right? And then you'll also have the AI that you can build on it. So it's all becoming quite uh, intuitive now uh, as the industry the next five years. So what will happen is uh, customers will also be asked to share their data to the new lenders. We do that, Justin. When, when you go apply for a, a home loan at the moment, we do upload our bank statements, don't we? We so, do. So what we're doing is we're doing it the old way. We, we up, okay, like you said, 10 years ago, we'd take a printout copy and give that. Driver's right? license. And all of that stuff. Now, 10 years later, we, we actually upload it into some uh, vault somewhere that a broker provides, okay, or a lender provides. So that's happened. All we're doing now is instead of uh, printing it or, or uploading it, it, we're just giving the institutions access to the data. So it's one step more um, uh, easier to, to get your data. And it's, it's law now. But the key thing is the people who receive data, they have to be accredited by the government. Mm. There's a whole lot of um, process to go through. Your, your systems have to be robust and, and quite solid to perform this. So the consumer, uh, it'll take some time for the consumer to develop that trust that this works. But like anything else, uh, it'll come. And, then, and when it comes, what it does, it makes the environment very competitive, which is the millennials coming through, which is the next big level of borrowers coming through in this country, they will be easy to choose products. They can switch products pretty quickly now. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, there, there will be a, the, the um, product providers will have to be um, quite good at how they develop products and, and just, you know, it'll, it'll mean the data availability for consumers. If you're slow, if your service levels aren't good, if your rates aren't good, if you're not competitive, you know, there's many reasons why people will just move from you now. If you look at any of the headlines um, on any day, you will see stories about the booming property market. Pick a, pick a capital city like Australia, even New Zealand, like it's hot at the moment. Do you um, notice a direct correlation um, with that sentiment as to the, the traffic and the inbound activity on the Hashching website? Yes, we, we, we do see a lot of people coming on board just looking at what's out there, off, the offerings out there, different brokers. Yeah. They look at different brokers. Testing the market. Yeah. They test the market. 
the the media um, has obviously helped the the different statistics out there that are free for for consumers to download. Uh, the the commentary out there in this this uh, this world of commentary uh, is very positive. What's happening in the markets and the property markets? The the fear is gone, uh, Justin. Right, so it's easier now. To on, I mean, look at why it's so so hot. It, everything's online. You can you can view properties online. Yes, you, you can you can get um, comparative numbers online. You can look at history of sales online. Click on it's all free. Okay, you can make your decision before you actually go see the property. And that's the actual real estate part. But what about the financing part, right? That that change is coming now. So so many of the large banks and the large product providers have got wonderful apps that can give you a snapshot of the property, can tell you a lot more about the property. Pre-approval. Pre-approvals. That's going to get easier and easier and easier. So the, the, the future consumer, we call him the future consumer hashing, is really tech ready. They, they will walk in somewhere. They've got everything at a click of a button They're now. Ready to go. They're ready to go. And this will only be, uh, it's just uh, the lending industry is in for a change in terms of simplicity and 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 uh, just the norm. I think uh, uh, even brokers will have to make sure that, that they can provide this to the customers. Or if they don't, uh, the customers will go to other brokers who can or directly to a bank. Mm. Well, just finally, Arun, what's on the, um, let, let's look ahead. What is on the uh, the near term Horizon for Hashching. I, I notice you've just made an acquisition. Um, I'm, I'm certain people will have a keen interest in following the pathway of the company. Have you have you thought about um, you know anything from a trade sale to an IPO to I don't know what's what's next. What can we expect? Uh, Justin, that's. Um... That's, uh, you know, uh, one of those questions where you can look at the crystal ball. But I can tell you, yes, uh, we have done a acquisition. It's our first acquisition of, uh, I think, a few that we will do. Uh, we have uh, recently acquired a, a data collection uh, client information hub uh, vehicle uh, that's, uh, that's been used by mortgage brokers in this mm-hmm. country and across other sectors yes. in, like insurance brokers and uh, real estate. So there's different uh, sectors using this, this company. But uh, I feel that... Um, the whole collection process of data now uh, will be a focus. Uh, a lot of people will 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 be doing it and are doing it already. But uh, for hashing, it was a logical next step to make sure that we we can develop that offering to our consumers and make it very easy for them to upload things. And given open banking coming as well, there, there's a wet, lots of different ways things will be done. So yes, uh, first of uh, a few acquisitions. We're also talking to a few platforms. The industry has had seen a lot of consolidation, Justin, yes. at aggregator levels. As you know, a lot of the larger aggregators are consolidating uh, their models. Uh, recently, we've seen Lendy Aussie. We've seen Mortgage Choice, realestate.com.au. We've seen AFG Connective. We've seen Loan Market acquire a whole host of NAB aggregators. And I think in the technology space, uh, that's happening. So we are acquiring other technology players out there. There's mergers and there's consolidation as well. Which, which means that there, there's a massive change coming uh, to this industry. So, yes, acquisitions. And the other thing is uh, focusing on our consumer offering. I think that's an important part of what needs to be done at hashing. Mm. And uh, that's definitely something I'm looking at. And I'm very excited about what's happening in our industry in terms of change. I think the change will bring about um, better solutions for customers and brokers uh, and this, uh, the property ecosystem as a whole. 
Arun, it's been great catching up with you today on the Unicorns. We will be following uh, your journey with much interest and we wish you all the very best for the years ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Thanks very much. Thank you.